Hey everyone, it's time for the Image Doctors Photography Podcast. I'm Jason O'Dell. And I'm Rick Walker. And if you have been listening recently, you'll never guess who our guest is today. Right. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> enough. We, we had such a great time chatting with Tony that we wanted to bring you a second topic that we were uh, uh, that we were discussing with him because it sort of fits in really well with what we talked about last week. And that's this hyper-connected world where everybody knows where the photo spots are now, it seems. So once again, let's have introduce welcome tony to the show tony sweet thank you tonysweet.com right yes sir thank you for mentioning that there you go absolutely got to plug the website uh, so tony if you haven't met him before he didn't listen to last time tony's longtime photographer workshop leader does some tremendous work uh likes to work in both color and infrared and all kinds of you know cool uh creative techniques um and as work can actually be Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, one of the things that we definitely should ask Tony is if he would like to highlight any things that he has coming up that our listeners might be interested in. Oh, absolutely. We'll um, we'll, we'll do that at the, how about if we do that at the end of the program? Wonderful. That'll be great. So yeah, Tony leads some really amazing workshops to some wonderful places. And we were talking last week about how Sometimes it can be hard going to a very popular place simply because of everyone's photographed it before. And how can you get, how can you be different, right? Uh, this week, we want to kind of turn into the, 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 um, what is the, <laughs> the soft underbelly, the CD, the, the, the kindergarten down- skills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so everybody seems to know, like, I think, I mean, Tony, you shoot Iceland and you, you lead workshops there, but you've been going there for a really long time, right? About 10 years, yeah. Okay, so 10 years ago, this was probably less of an issue because it, it was... was a, it was a non-issue. Okay, so so 10 years ago, if you went to Iceland, um, I was remember reading one of your one of your blog posts and uh, you know we talk about these places that are not only really photogenic and can be hard to photograph differently, but then they draw such a crowd and what do you do and how do you handle not just the crowds, but like being responsible as a photographer. So 10 years ago, I, your Iceland story was really great. Cause, and, and um, so tell us about, you know, the location that you were talking about in this particular uh, post that you made, um, what it was like 10 years ago and what it's like now. Well, Kirk effect is, is, is what it's called. That's my, that's my Icelandic. I mean, to an extent, you did, it you did better good. than I could, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's the, a three, a little waterfalls and what's called the witch's hat in the background. It's a beautiful, mm-hmm. sure. It's the world class scene to me. It's incredible, you know. And um, you can shoot up on top, get the entire vista, or walk down right next to it and get the big foreground waterfalls and witch's hat way in the background. And um, it's a great scene. And we f- first went there; we were the only ones there. I kid you not, the only ones. Sue and I would drive up uh, to the top of the waterfalls, park our car. Stay a few hours, no problem, you know, and uh, nobody, maybe a person or two. And then a couple of years later, they uh, moved. You couldn't do, you know, they blocked it off because people left their garbage and their human waste. And um, Iceland's very cool, but they don't take any crap. You know, they'll say, okay, fine, we're done. Park way over there now. And that happened for a while. They were walking about a, a three quarters of a mile from the bus. To the thing, you know, okay, that's fine. This last trip, they uh, closed that area off, came up with the uh, paid parking. It's closer, but it costs money. And um, that's what it says. It, it's getting big, getting popular, you know. 
and um, it's just hard to to. First of all, these things to me are, are like spiritual experiences, not just a scene. Mm-hmm. Spiritual, it's beautiful, makes you feel great. It's a spiritual thing. It's just, it's just wonderful, you know. And 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 I'm finding that a lot more of these are turning into like uh, like tourist attractions rather than like uh, like icons. Yeah, the, the tourist attraction. Yeah, there's a roller coaster and you know, like it's that tourist attraction mentality. You know, everybody wants the shot and they have the little point and shoot and they're running around. You know. Um, how do you avoid that, man? I don't know. I try to walk down by the water where until until someone sees me go there, they don't try to go down there. And it's not easy. So they uh, tend to stay away. <clears throat> it takes time. So getting away from the crowd, if you can, is one way to do that. But, you know, um, there's cigarette butts and there's garbage. You know, and I'm you know, picking stuff up, put it in my pocket. You know, one guy threw a lit cigarette down. I picked it and gave it to him. I said, no, give it back to him. I picked it up. Here's your lit cigarette. No, gave it to him. He shouted at him. And the guy left, you know. But man, I mean, it just drives me nuts. I've seen it for like 20 years. It gets worse, like in the Smokies, all the graffiti on the rocks, you know, inside the cabins. It's like all written up, you know. Uh, trees have like uh, 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 chunks carved out of them. For what reason? I have no idea. You know, they're living creatures, you know. Or living beings and it's like uh, it's just hard to watch all that you know and, and i kind of get um yeah i did one rant from cape may one rant for, which i shouldn't have done should not have done that but uh you know, like on um on facebook but we walked in, went to one of our spots in cape may and the guy said no no more i said why not i've done it for years the last group that came in were climbing all over everything you know getting in the way of the workers you know and what i tell my people for years you know look man we're just visiting here these people are working, making their living. If they're around, give them a wide berth, take the shot later, get out of the way immediately and let them go, you know, and just uh, leave us, leave no footprints. And just, you should be invisible if you can. When you're around people that are working, you want to be invisible. Let them do their jobs, you know, keep quiet, no shouting, just shoot and get out of the way. Just basic etiquette, man, you know, but it's, it's um, like finding a unicorn almost. It's a hard thing to find these days out in the field. Yeah. Now, do you see it happening with with like, I don't, I don't want to say professional, but like you know, you know, enthusiast photographers, or is this more of the, you know, just people on Instagram cell phone? I mean, I see it both ways, but it, oh, I, I think like for, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say I think as photographers, we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. Of course, of course we do. It, it, people learn by example, including me. You know, you see someone walking into in the middle of a. Uh, working field in the Palouse, which I've seen a workshop leader take his group walking into a field of like planted crop, their money crop. And I'm like going nuts, you know, but um, that's an example. So when their guys come back, they'll think it's okay to walk into the field, you know? So you have to teach by example and actually just tell them to be considerate. You know, if there's people like trying to get the same shot, you just take turns. The guys just relax. Just wait, you know, it's no problem, you know. I I think a little bit of communication with the other photographers is a wonderful thing. You know, because there there are places like up in Rocky Mountain National Park where Jason and I have shot or shot with others. And, you know, these cool, really cool, small alpine lakes that are up at higher elevation. But sometimes the area that you have to shoot in is tiny, you know. Yeah, you could get two photographers in there if you don't mind their your tripod legs, you know, kind of intertwined. They're that limited in terms of spots. 
that's true. And um, I think one thing that's really important is it, it's one thing to get set up early, you know, like you were mentioning in our last episode, get there while it's still dark out and stuff. But, you know, once the light starts coming up, if you get some shots that you think are decent, get out of there. And, and more importantly, tell the other photographers, hey, I'm just going to do a couple more shots and then I'm going to turn it over to you guys. You know, be be open about communicating. They will really appreciate it. Of course. And then do the same thing for you. Could not agree more. Exactly. I think um, what happens sometimes, and I've seen this, you know, when you become a photography enthusiast, like we all are still well, I mean, we're be doing I'm still, this, I'm still uh, but, you, but you you get a nice camera and you get a tripod and now all of a sudden you feel like that gives you license to go anywhere you want because i'm a photographer now and and the rules somehow don't apply to you and you know that that just makes it hard for for everybody because i know from your statements about you know your stories from the Palouse. i mean what happens? Well, if enough people start doing this, whether they're workshop groups or just other people. Doesn't matter. What what happens? You, you you get the thing that's going on in Iceland. You get the no trespassing signs. You get the you get things blocked off. You get you you don't have access to any anymore. Right. And those special locations become, I don't know. They just become either unaccessible or just not fun anymore. You, you know what's the? You want to go to this beautiful spot, but you know, what happens when, when it's become a tourist attraction or worse, people just shut it down and say, you can't go there now. And we've seen this in our own town, right, Rick? Gosh. Yeah. And we, we've talked about it in the past with garden of the gods, you know, um, which is a city park here. Um, right. You know, it's beautiful, but unfortunately there's, there's been such a sequence of bad behavior from, you know, tourists, photographers, locals, etc., that, so many wonderful areas that we used to shoot from are completely blocked off. And it's a shame, but they did it for a valid reason, you know, where people were going off trail all the time, trampling down stuff and stuff grows back slowly here. Um, they were getting into dangerous spots, climbing up on rocks, just insane stuff. And it, right. that's why the etiquette is important in a long-term sense. And, you know, everyone can do their part. It's not enough to fix the problem, but you just have to decide that you want to be on the good side of things and then behave accordingly. Yeah, well, we're the problem. I mean, human beings are the problem. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's that simple. You know, I mean, it, it, it's a function of just being considered. If you're considered in, in, in like everyday life, you'd be the same way out in the field. Your behavior doesn't change based yeah. on location, you know. And um, most people aren't. This is the age of entitlement. You know that, don't you? Yeah, we've seen that yeah. certainly enough. This is this uh, is an age, you know. And you combine that now with people knowing where the spots are. Trophy I mean, hunters. Well, I mean, it's the the information is is out there. It's we all it. out there, and it's super easy to get, and it's great because you can, you know. I mean, hey, I I know this. I mean, I'll virtually scout locations by looking at other people's photos. For like, sure, what, what can I? Because I can't always get on a plane and. Go, of course. go somewhere so and i need wander I need, around for hours yeah um you know rick and i like to do scouting for and you know we we all like to do scouting for whenever we do a workshop but sometimes things aren't feasible like we certainly couldn't go out to croatia before <laughs> before that right, quick uh 
quick little flight and come back. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't work that way. So so sometimes you have to be on the fly. But the consideration, it's just, um, you know, and and then, you know, you got to deal with different cultures. I mean, there was one time I was doing something out at Arches. We were in Canyonlands, you know, the Mesa Arch, which is another one of those places that's super iconic, but it's actually quite small. Um, And the shot is literally your your camera is kind of right up against this arch and use a wide lens and that oh i've been there man yeah yeah. you know yeah you know what i'm talking about no one else was there by the way yeah and that's what it used to be because when we would go um when i i mean because rick and i we did a workshop there over a decade ago i think it was a long time ago yeah and um when we did that we were if you go early you're the only one there until after sunrise Mm -hmm. um but now with the photo groups um we were there i had in my group shooting and we had set up and then you sit around and wait and talk to the other photographers. But then right before things got interesting, like two tour buses worth of foreign tourists pulled up. And I kid you not, Tony, they were crawling underneath our tripod legs to get in front of us without any respect whatsoever. It was the most bizarre behavior. And people were getting up on top of the arch because they wanted. And this is before cell phone photos were even really, really good. Right. So people were doing this and the photographers are going, hey, guys, we've been here since you know five in the morning. You see, that's that's a problem these days, man. There used to be a a, 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 um, a courtesy, a courtesy. If you get there first, that means that you're first. It's mm-hmm. not like it's rocket science, right? Yeah. You know, if you're first, you're first, you know? And that's why you get up early to go to places. So you are first. So we get there and people just walk right in front, park their cars, like we're not even there. You know, there's no sense of like anything like that anymore. Well, you I mean, mentioned like, something early, Jesus. earlier that I think is important regarding the mindset of people. Many of these locations to me, are really kind of spiritual, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they are. really are. They and, are. and, and it's, it is at least for me, so upsetting when I see tour buses come in and people treating these sacred locations as playgrounds. I mean, literal playgrounds, well, you can almost for- picture the monkey bars and mm-hmm. everything being used out there. It is for them. Yeah. yeah. You only know what you're taught, man. They aren't taught that. Yeah. That's all they they were not taught to revere. There's no planet B, you know what I mean? I mean, this yeah. is it. Yeah. No. And this has nothing to do with specific countries or whatever. It's around the world. It's just some people just they're there just to say they were there and do the selfie shot that they could post on Facebook. Well, we've you know, show their buses. friends. Yeah, we've all seen tour buses pull up and and, and uh, they get out with their selfie stick. And take a shot with and, and go home. Just buy a green screen, man. Save your money. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are we talking about here? Yeah. But you know, one one little thing that I think photographers can do related to what we were talking about, you know, like my scenario of spot in Rocky Mountain National Park where there you can really only fit in a, a couple of photographers. Tell other photographers there you don't mind them getting up close, you know, with their tripod legs intertwined with you. You know, okay. I've I've done that many mm-hmm. times. Fine with me. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Or if someone like... asks me, I'll say, "Yeah, you bet." You know. Yeah, those guys are okay, but it's just a thoughtless um, trophy hunting. Get the shot. Yeah. Like killers yeah. and right. That just gets really old, and it it just kills everything. It kills the vibe. You know, it kills the serenity of the place, the spirituality. Well, and it turns, and then like you said, the byproduct is in time. Those places that we used to enjoy 
become inaccessible or really either hard to shoot or they just close them down altogether i mean there's yeah. gates in garden of the gods on the main road now that shut it down at at, at dark you know after dark at a certain time and, wow and you know and it's and if you go there if it's a nice day here especially in the spring when things have been cold for a long time i mean there's nowhere to park i mean you can't it is so crowded and they've even put a sign now um at this one particular spot with an overlook um where you can just it's a small pull-off and they just said 10 minute <laughs> you can you can be here for 10 minutes and then you have to move on you know get your shot and move on because it's like the spot that everybody wants to well that's not bad for. no but i mean you you start seeing these things and so if you're sure. trying to do something like as a workshop group leader or bring someone somewhere and work an area you no longer can do that the way you used to be able to and it's it's like you said rick we know why they do this we know why those rules were put in place. It's just unfortunate that that's what it's become. Sure. And so, um, you know, but one of the things you can do if you want to go to these places and be there at the right place at the right time is to go with on a workshop with someone like Tony. So um, we're with you, know, you, Rick. Yeah, we all know that. But well, but this and, is going to be your moment to talk about what you have coming up. So, Tony. so yeah, I know you've got some <laughs> stuff already. You're, you're starting to look at your 23, 2023 schedule already. I've seen a few things. Uh, yeah, tell us about some of the stuff that you're doing next year. That's coming together slowly. Coming together slowly. Uh, well, um, the last one for this year that has an opening is uh, Cape May coming up in about a month and a half, something like that. No, that's in uh, November, I think. Okay. Yeah. But next year is getting put in place. We're back to Iceland again. Uh, we're there in August uh, next year. We have a, a trifecta lined up. August and then the following year, which is, uh, God, was it 25? No, 20, 24. 24. <laughs> next, next. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, we're there in, in, in March for the Ice Caves and the, the Aurora. And then, Ooh, you know, cool. then, and then again in September. So there's three of those spanning over two years. And uh, doing more private teaching, more infrared. Mm-hmm. And we began like in the Charleston again, with some stuff in upstate New York. It's on the website. It's coming together slowly, but uh, at, at, the, at, at the bottom of the homepage is where all they're listed right now. And that's TonySuite.com, correct? <laughs> thank you, Jason. Okay. Just got to make sure, hey, we got to do our due diligence here. But yeah, thank you. But it, we just, uh, we, we go to the same spots mostly and some different spots. We had a few new ones next year. Um, that'll be on the site, you know. But uh, looking forward to... Um, Upstate New York next week for about a week. But we're going to fall up there and uh, scout for uh, for next year. And then we're back to Charleston and then Cape May and then it's next year. That'll be fantastic. some great spots. And I can I can assure anybody who attends one of your workshops, they're going to come away with a lot of photos, but also a lot of new knowledge. So it's really we we know a do. bunch of people who have attended your workshops and the praise is hundred percent. Oh, that's very kind. I appreciate that. Thank you. So I want to just thank Tony again for, for joining us. Check out his website, TonySuite.com. And until next time, thanks for listening and happy shooting. All right. Bye-bye.